after a career performance by Diladuka. The boys in blue are traveling back to Montreal for the second leg of the CONCACAF Champions League. A 2-2 draw in Mexico is giving Montreal an advantage for now. Will they be able to hold on on their quest for a moment? On the CONCACAF region, will they be able to win a game at the Big O or get a result 1-1-0-0? Will they be able to move on and ask a really good question to the league? Does, do you really strike now that the team's in the semifinals of the CONCACAF Champions League? Here's a question for you, Don Garber. Players Union. You know, the Montreal Impact shocked everyone on Tuesday. It even gave people in Mexico doubts about where the Mexican soccer really is right now. That's how big that, vic that victory, that draw of Montreal did at Pachuca, that, that's how big it is. Today on the show, we're going to talk to Tom Marshall of ESPN FC, and he's a Mexican soccer show podcast as well. We're going to talk about Pachuca, about MLS versus Mexico, about if... Is there any chance that Montreal comes out of tomorrow night, 8 p.m. at the Big O, with a victory? Is there any chance that Montreal gets a result at home on that concrete plastic pitch of the Olympic Stadium? Granted, with a brand new video board, which we'll be able to see tomorrow night, but it's going to be interesting. It's going to be nerve-wracking. Very very nerve-wracking. Less than 24 hours away from the second live of the CONCACAF Champions League. Alright, without further ado, let's go talk to Tom Marshall of ESPN FC and Mexican Soccer Show. And let's talk about Pachuca. And welcome back to After Works pre-game for the second leg of the CONCACAF Champions League. Joining me right now, it's with great pleasure that I welcome Tom Marshall of ESPN FC and Mexican Soccer Show. How are you doing tonight, Tom? I'm good, Kevin. Yeah, thanks for having me on. My pleasure. First of all, the CONCACAF Champions League, it's something that's really special for us in Canada. It has an exotic flair, an exotic feeling to it. The Mexican Soccer Club, I don't think it's the same. What's the opinion of that competition in Mexico? It's, um, it's a strange one. I mean, it's, it's definitely improved in recent years, but it's still not necessarily got the... You know the the kind of weight behind it that you know that say the Mexican league has normally, which may be obvious, but you know isn't the case in say Europe. You know what I mean, where obviously the the UEFA Champions League is absolutely massive. So um, I think at the minute it's a case of you know when teams get to the to the knockout stages, especially to the semi final and final, then it really does become a priority. But then kind of especially in the group stage, it's kind of almost a bit of an inconvenience if, in in a way, and you, and you can see that by I mean I think the best indication is the strength of the, t the team that the managers put out there mm -hmm. um you can see all of a sudden the knockout stages come round and 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 there's a they put a, a lot stronger teams out 
if we're looking at the Pachuca versus Montreal, specifically last week, a 2-2 result for, for Montreal in Pachuca at Estadio Hidalgo, were you surprised by that result? Yeah, I was. Uh, I mean, just I mean, just for the for the well, a couple of reasons. Firstly, obviously, MLS clubs traditionally have a have a really terrible record in Mexico. Um, I know that Montreal did a lot of groundwork by coming early down to to get adapted to the conditions, and uh, and secondly, because Pachuca are a very good team. I mean, I think in some ways the the league table doesn't do them justice, but they're certainly you know up there within with my top two teams. In the Liga MX to watch, and I think they're one of the you know five six strongest teams player for player in the Mexican league. So I did think that, um, especially with Montreal coming into the game, you know not having not being you know necessarily match fit and, and in that rhythm of playing all the time, that I thought Pachuca, especially with the wingers you know Dam and, and Irving Lozano, would uh, would blow them away. But you know I thought Montreal were actually you know uh, very very good. I mean I thought they did the jobs exceptionally well. You mentioned Pachuca in the table. They're about 13th in the standing right now. They played last Friday against a top club of the league, Tijuana. They got the lead in the halftime, and then uh, they got CONCACAF in a way. It's the expression when you get three goals scored in the <laughs> second half. Uh, what can you explain in that game, and how did the players like Jurgen Damon and the big players, Nahuel Pan, of Pachuca played? Are they going to be tired tomorrow night? How was that game? Yeah, it was, a, it was a strange game. It really was. I mean, Pachuca were... You know, honestly, brilliant in that first half. I mean, uh, T- Club Tijuana are the you know the league leaders. Obviously, they play on artificial turf as well. So, you know, for Pachuca to go up there and you know within the first 30, 36 minutes they were two 0 up, and it was fully justified. And it, it could have even been more. And then the flip side is the second half. Tijuana just came back, and, and Pachuca really struggled. They really did. Um, I don't know if there was a bit of tiredness from the midweek game as well kicking in. There the probably was. Uh, Mosquera got got uh, red carded, so he went off in the fifty seventh, and then and then Tijuana basically turned the result around. Um, so yeah, it was it wasn't great for confidence, put it that way, to go into a game where you know the the Pachuca players have been talking today about keeping that zero uh, against Montreal, and if they can keep that zero, they're very confident they'll go through. And it's like you look at Friday's result, and it was like the defense again was slightly uh, slightly dodgy, uh, especially in the second half. If we're looking at the Pachuca specifically, you mentioned that they played on their individual turf against Tijuana. Is it a club that's used to play on their turf? And do you think it's an advantage for Montreal playing in those type of environment? Yes, they're not playing outside in the cold. They're playing inside. But <laughs> still, it's going to be hostile environment. 30 plus thousand fans out there. Plastic pitch on concrete. It's going to be difficult. Maybe some things that Pachuca's not used to. Yeah, no, definitely. I think it's a, an advantage for Montreal. It's one of those things in CONCACAF Con- that... You know, it's um, you know the MLS teams that come down to to here to Mexico and Central America. There's a lot of working against them, um, and then you know now t- tomorrow night, obviously, the artificial turf is definitely going to be against Pachuca. I mean, they're not used to it. Tijuana is the only team in the league with the artificial pitch, um, and you know the only thing I would say, I think that that this Pachuca as an institution are pretty well set up, and I'm sure they'll have done absolutely everything possible to to get the players as pre- prepared as they can. And, and you know, I don't know. I think uh, it will be a, a factor, but not not a massive one, I don't think. If we just go uh, touch a little bit on Liga MX. Right now, Tijuana is dominating Link. Just how good Tijuana is right now? Tijuana, I mean, <laughs> yeah, the, 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 it's just a big surprise, basically, that, that Tijuana is in first position. Um, they're playing very much as a team. 
they, they're not always that great. I mean, the first half against Pachuca, I mean, honestly, Pachuca just dominated, just kind of overran them. And, and you know, they were 2-0 pretty quickly. The the week before, I saw them live here in Guadalajara against Leones Negros. And again, Tijuana weren't that great. I mean, they got the 1-0 win. But in general, I think there's just a lot better team spirit this year. I think they've done well with the, you know, a couple of the, the new signings they bought in uh, Wachi and um, uh, Ricardo Jesus. And they've done absolutely brilliant. Juan Arango, I'm sure people know, know his name, and Dairo Moreno, the Colombian. So they're kind of... They've just stepped up as as a, as a group, and and with the you know injection of those new players, they've just really got it together and, and really quickly. If we're just going last prediction before Tuesday night, do you see Montreal moving on, or do you see Pachuca moving on? And is there a chance that Montreal can eliminate the Mexican club? <laughs> no, there's definitely a chance. I mean, I think that I'd put Pachuca slightly favour just because of the. Because they are a very good team, and and I just think that I don't know. I, I'm I'm actually interested to see how Montreal go about the game because I think it could be crucial. I think we saw that in Pachuca, Montreal's like kind of set up. I thought they played they pretty pretty ugly. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I thought they kicked Lozano a lot, and you know, I'm not saying that's negative. I think they they did what they had to do to get to get the result. Um, and obviously, they closed off the space to Jurgen Dam and Lozano down the wing, which was really what. Pachuca's main weapon down the wing, the really quick wingers getting the crosses in. So I'll be, I'm absolutely fascinated to see how Montreal go, go about it, especially like you just mentioned, you know, 30,000 people there. I'm sure they'll want to be entertained. I mean, will Montreal go for it? I think actually if they do, then that could be a, a, the downfall because I think it'll give space for Pachuca to, to go on the attack and, and do some damage. So I'm going to just go slightly Pachuca, um, you know, a 2-1 or a 3-2, but I think it'll be a, a tight game and... and you know, especially if Montreal can get on the goal, get an early goal. Can you let our listeners know, Tom, where they can uh, read your work and listen to yourself? Yeah, it's on uh, ESPN FC, and uh, my Twitter is at Mexico World Cup. I'll definitely be, you know, tweeting during the game and stuff. And uh, yeah, it should be. I'm, I'm actually really looking forward to the game. I'm not gonna, not gonna lie. I think this is the type of game where that the Concacaf Champions League really needs, and um, you know, can can really it really boost it. I mean, not just in Canada or the US, but also down here in Mexico. I'll be seeing you on Twitter tomorrow night, live from the Big O. Thank you very much, Tom. Thanks, Kevin. You're listening to Off The Woodworks. If you want to reach Kevin Arame, you can do it by email, offthewoodworks at hotmail.com, on Twitter at Off The Woodworks, or you can go like our page on Facebook, facebook.com slash Off The Woodworks. You can get this show everywhere you get your podcast. iTunes, Stitcher, Feedburner, everywhere you like, you can get this podcast. Now back to the show. And thanks again to Tom Marshall for being with us tonight. Oh, I'm so excited for tomorrow night. CONCACAF Champions League second leg. Uh, I'm excited. Uh, a really interesting point that Tom brought up is that Petruca is a good side. We're all thinking that Pachuca's a mid-table side, but no. Like he's saying, talent-wise, it may be top five. He liked to watch him play. It's a team that's really disciplined. It has a tradition. It's a, it's a really an institution in Mexico that Montreal draw 2-2 at home last week. Hopefully, Montreal can continue in that trend. The game is official today on the Impact Twitter feed and on Facebook and on the TVs and everywhere. The Montreal Impact announced that it was official. The uh, Olympic Installation Committee... The IRIO 
said the Régie des Installations Olympiques, said that it was okay to have the game 24 hours before not enough snowfall predictions to cancel the game. So that's a good sign. So great tomorrow. Tomorrow, uh, just a quick side note, tomorrow 4 p.m. in the afternoon, come join me and everyone from the 127 Supporters Group at the Bar Les Trèfles. Come and have a beer. Come and hang us, hang out with us before we move to the Olympic Stadium and party and watch the game and just get crazy and hope for a result. Hope for not a lot of goals and a result. That's all I'm asking for. That's all I want. Quickly, we'll just take a look at the stats of Pachuca versus Tijuana last Friday, heading into the last competitive game they played against uh, competition before the game tomorrow night. Red card to Mosquera, like Tom said. 90-minute played for Jurgen Damen. 90-minute played for Sornosa. Nawel Plan, 98-minute as well. Going to be interesting to see. On the field of Pizarro, he scored, but he played 90 minutes. Same for Barilla. So basically, the only one that didn't play 90 minutes is Penila and Lozano. All the other midfield played 90 minutes, uh, except the Buen. So the midfield will be really exhausted, I think. The Damen of this world and the, the Sorosa. Sornosa and Damen. The guys that gave Montreal a little trouble. Damen was actually more quiet than I thought he would be in the first leg. So I won't be surprised if he actually gets a lot of good touches on the ball, on the big O. The touch, it's going to be interesting to see the night. Yeah, they might be playing on some turf field in Mexico, especially Tijuana. But I don't think it's going to be the same type of turf as in Montreal. Yes, it's all second generation. And it's going to be third generation this summer. It's going to be changed. I don't think it has been changed so far at the big O. There has been some improvement heading into this summer's World Cup, i.e. the big video board. But the turf is not finalized yet. Still the same one as last year. It's going to be interesting to see that result, that effect on the team's play. And another point that Tom Marshall made that's really important and really it strikes the imagination to me as well is will Montreal go for the game? Will Montreal open up and try to go for it? And in the words of Dominic Arduro, which we will listen in a second, audio courtesy of African Life, Cannes Soccer Club. Thanks a lot for the audio, by the way. Sydney, Sydney and Sofiane and all the guys at Cannes Soccer Club, Cannes Football Club. Thanks a lot for the audio. And we'll sing to Arduro, but in the words of Arduro, uh, he's not going to get overexcited by the fans. And hopefully they're still going to try to go after the game. They're not going to try to set back 11 behind the ball. So in the words of Arduro... We'll just listen to Ajero. Personally, for you, how different it is to play at home, away from the altitude? Uh, it's it's something that can help you also mentally. Too. Yeah, obviously, it's always great to have the 12 man behind you. Um, at the end of the day, um, the, the crowd always gives you a little bit of motivation going forward. So. First of all, I think we would love for them to be behind us. And it's always good to be home. When you're playing home, you know, gives you confidence. Uh, you know, you don't have other fans out there screaming, saying, calling you names. You know, it's all positive. So that, that kind of, like, boosts your confidence up a little bit. But like I said, uh, at the end of the day, it's a great opportunity for us um, to, to, to kind of put uh, Montreal out there, you know, compared to... What, what happened last year? You know, we have, we have um, a good depth right now. You know, great players. Um, we're just coming together now, so it's a good opportunity for us to to, to show to show that out there. God willing, before um, the league starts. 
Is, is there a risk that, you, that the 12th man got you guys too excited and you open up too much against Pachuca at home? You can't be too excited. I think it gets you going. I, I, don't, I don't think the 12th man will get you overexcited. I've never heard that before. Um, for, from my experience, I know it, it kind of gives you motivation and, 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 and that is all that you need. Um, you know, you have the coaches believing in you, but at the end of the day, if you have fans out there who, who cries your name out every time you touch the ball or, you know, any play that it kind of appreciated, that kind of, um, you know, it sets the tone for you, and, and that is all that we need. Um, we have all the confidence, but it, it wouldn't hurt to, to have um, the fans, you know, on your side, and I know they're going to be on our side. Um, it's just going to be fun. I mean, Pachuca is a great team. We respect them, but I think we went out there and we proved, um, even though we're still in preseason, sort of, um, we can still play and, and not every day that is what I manage. Do you think the impact is going to come just to surprise them quickly and put them against the rope by trying to score early in the match or are you going to be waiting on, the, on sitting on the score at the moment? Uh, like I said, um, an early goal would be nice for us mm -hmm. but again too, um, like I said before, a draw, you know, being a 0-0 or 1-1 is also something that, that, that I think will be appreciated. So we just have to be smart. Um, it would be nice for us to, to, to get them on the counter, you know, try and score an, uh, an early goal but we just can't go full 100% without, you know, looking, looking behind us and, and try to sort out our team shape and everything and, and I think that's how it is we just have to uh, we're not going to sit back if, if that's what you're asking mm -hmm. uh, that's right. we're going to go up obviously but also we also are going to be smart at the end of the day defensively thanks again to Sydney and all the boys at Cal Football Club for the audio of Dominic Aduro so tomorrow night big O get your tickets come be part of history come see the quest for a moment at the Olympic Stadium tomorrow. Right now, it's 2-2 on aggregate. Montreal's got the advantage because of the away goal rules, which is in effect in CONCACAF for the first time in a while. And hopefully, Montreal can take advantage of that away goal rule. Come and see me. Ballet-Treff, 4 p.m. If not, I'll be in section 117 tomorrow. Want to enjoy and want to embrace the atmosphere as much as I can. So, Holla have me on Twitter, y'all, at Off The Woodworks, at Kev Laramie, and come and see me. Let's come and have a, a beverage together and celebrate the quest for a moment, no matter what happened from now on. That moment was held last week. In my opinion, what we're getting is bonus, and what we might get is a result. And if Montreal can make it past Pachuca, they might be playing... Yeah, DC has a long shot. They're five, losing 5-2 five right now. And they're playing Wednesday night against Alahuelense. Alahuelense is up three goals right now. There's a good chance Alahuelense pass. But you know what? They're not a Mexican club. They're a Costa Rican club. So Montreal could play a Costa Rican club in the semifinal. A club that it's up to the same standard. A club that's up for the taking, I think. So so if Montreal makes it to the semifinal, all bets are off and who knows what can happen. There might not even be a semifinals due to the CBA talks. Anyways, if you want to listen to the CBA talk, uh, listen to the Two Solitude Soccer podcast that came out today, number 76, with Cal McCarthy of Fox Soccer Inside MLS. We talked about the CBA, about the CCL, about a lot of acronyms. So uh, listen to this show. Look for a post-game show of Off the Woodworks. Wednesday, late, late Wednesday night. It's going to be basically Thursday morning. But whenever I'm back in the studio, 
to record that post game. Hopefully, it'll be in good spirits, in good vibe, because hopefully Montreal will get that nil-nil or one-one result. Or hey, guess what? If it's two-two, we're going to extra time and to penalties. Who knows? It could be the first time we see a penalty shootout in uh, the Big O for the Impact. Who knows? Could be another moment. The quest for a moment. And until next time, have a great CONCACAF Champions League, folks.